Welcome everyone. Today we're talking with Rebecca Davison, who is an intuition coach and spiritual mentor who takes you from fear and scarcity to freedom, pleasure, and abundance through activation of your own inner guidance, also known as your intuition. She helps you discover how you have everything that you need to self-actualize into your highest potential and greatest fulfillment from learning how to hear your soul over your ego. So she's done over 5,000 energy clearings over the last nine years, helping people to identify at their deepest levels what's holding them back from experiencing the levels of success and fulfillment that they desire. Her understanding of the inner psych and what motivates us as humans leads her clients to change in fast, but also delightful ways so that they can experience the joy and expansion that comes from releasing their limiting beliefs and self-worth issues. So let's give a big welcome to Rebecca. You're listening to the Energy of Business and Life show. I'm your host, Melissa Zosky, your wealth and energy alignment mentor, and I run a successful business and online magazine. It's my pleasure and passion to help you shine your brilliance throughout this beautiful world of ours. You can create a sustainable business while still feeling at ease and having the freedom to enjoy your life to the fullest, have amazing health and family balance. The paralyzing effects of burnout as well as health challenges, which can easily make you want to give up on all your dreams is a very real thing. It's something I've known personally and overcome. I'm here to help you create a business and life that lights you up right now and step into that next level no matter how far away it may seem. If you have any questions or want to learn more about me, please visit my website at melissasoski.com. Hey, Rebecca, so excited to have you here on this call today. I know that we've talked often about female entrepreneurs and how they need to step more fully into their intuition so that they can be guided to make this life, this business, this, um, this whole process a better experience. And I'd love to talk to you more about that. How did you get into this intuitive field? Is it just something you've always done? Or is it something that became, you know, more showed up more in your adult life? Or how did that happen? Oh, that's a great question, Melissa. And thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Um, how do I get into it? I think, I think, you know, we have the soul self and the human self always. And when we're younger, we don't, we have different levels of awareness. But what I would find is I would speak to what is present, right? Speak to the energy. And I would notice that that would make people feel uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. Right? On that before you're like you're speaking to what is there and then everybody's like because of social convention we're like well you're not supposed to be pointing that out or saying that or, or responding in that way like and then not understanding too as a child like what did I do what did I say wrong like and making myself wrong about it and I think that's often what happens is as children we're often very intuitive we're trusting ourselves we know our light we know our power and we're just operating from that and and then, of course, kind of society mm-hmm. starts impinging upon us and we start disconnecting from our power and doubting ourselves and second guessing ourselves. And then that often happens, you know, like with the brain waves through zero to seven, we're like, yeah, I got this. And then, of course, starting to separate out from even our parents and then going into that place of like, oh, I'm not really sure about this. So I guess by the time I was a teenager, I was a massive rebel because I was like, this <laughs> right you know they're feeling like there is something going on here and I can't quite put my finger on it but it feels like other people aren't getting it or there must be something wrong with me and I think a lot of people can relate to that feeling 
right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like, what am I doing wrong? I don't fit in. Oh, my gosh, totally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know it, right? And we're all absolutely. And the irony being is everybody else around us probably feels the same way too, right? Mm. At least they they fake it really good if they do. (laughs) They fake that they fit in, I tell you. Yeah, and it's kind of, it's generally held that we're supposed to perform or show up in a particular way Mm -hmm. by the time we get to be an adult. So for myself personally, like I was a rebel at school and then when I left school, I actually did some, I did hairdressing for a while and then I went overseas for about three years, which we often do here in New Zealand. Everybody does their overseas experience because we're so far away from the rest of the world. We often have a burning desire to go and see the rest of it. And I went traveling and I came back and I actually went into banking, right, which is amazing in terms of learning about money and money psychology and seeing how people, you know, again, looking at the energy versus what people were saying to themselves Mm -hmm. and and learning things like when you tell a, a fully grown man that his loan has been turned down, it's like you could see that it was like punching him in the stomach. Uh, yeah. Money blocks. Yeah. yeah. Right. His value proposition. Mm-hmm. So, but also to in banking, I loved it and the work was fine and I enjoyed learning new things, mm-hmm. but it wasn't my passion. It wasn't my so how did I get into intuitive work it was probably staring at the wall in my cubicle going I'm not in the right place (laughs) there's got to be something more to life than this (laughs) and it was really scary though I'm sure you've had those moments right where you're like what (laughs) it didn't come all this way right from other dimensions to experience staring at you Mm -hmm. know the my cubicle excuse me and it was so funny even looking back I had all these inspiring quotes on the wall in my cubicle like you know overcome any challenge and you know you succeed if you choose to and you know all those kind of things so it was already there but I couldn't really see it so I actually went through a process of really struggling really I'd gone through a divorce Um, I had a really well paid job at that point in time I thought it was Mm -hmm. Uh, it was kind of prestigious I worked in private banks so we had a a lot of high net worth clients you know uh, entrepreneurs business Mm -hmm. owners a lot of surgeons a lot of entertainers so a lot of people were like oh my goodness that's an amazing job but and I had a beautiful house an amazing flash Italian car but I like on the outside, right? Like to yeah. the extreme, everybody was like, oh, you've got it made. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but the soul wasn't being fed. Yeah. Right. I was like, this, this is weren't being lit up. Your soul was not lighting up. Yeah. And the journey too, though, because my intuition was kind of yelling at me by this point saying, this is not for you. But I was like, I was in so much fear and so much resistance. And, you know, if somebody had said to me, you're going to be an intuition coach, I first of all would have said, what's that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also how on earth is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. I had no clothes. So to get to this point was really, you know, through that journey of fear, resistance, uncertainty, mm. doubt, and knowing that there had to be something more. I used to ask myself that question a lot. There has to be something more than this. And what I was really searching for, like you said, is the fulfillment. Yes. Yeah. Money is easy, right? It's a renewable resource, Mm -hmm. but 
fulfillment is something different. And ideally, we want to experience both. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you finally feel like you had this intuitive, like you are an intuitive intuition coach? How did you start tapping into that? Oh, I love that you asked this question too, because I, you know, I hear other people say, oh, you know, angels turned up in my living room and I have one of those experiences when I was in London and I was mm-hmm. really, really unhappy. And I actually had bumped into a friend on the street and she opened, yeah. I hadn't seen her for five years and I, she opened up her diary and she had right to Becky in it. And I was like, wow, that's incredible, right? The yeah. synchronicity. Yes. And she took me to church because her husband was a Pentecostal pastor mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm not into this at all. I was like, again, resistance, right? And fear and kind of like, oh, you know, I'd already had a bit of angst in my school years with that rebel energy going to an Anglican girls school. I used to ask the chaplain things like, how did Jesus walk on water then? You know, like I was just probably the worst student ever. Yeah. Anyway, I get to this place in London. I go to church with her. Her husband is the pastor. So I, and he's saying, who wants to receive Christ? And I'm like there with her and she's kind of looking at me. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no. And so I stand up. I stand up and I'm like, well, this is going to be embarrassing because I kind of, it was Pentecostal. So they, you know, you know, they clap and they sing a lot. And it's very, um, to me, it felt quite theatrical because I was totally being a cynic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he came over and he put his hand on my head and I was just like expecting just to stand there and say, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And, but the next thing I knew I was on the floor. Wow. That, oh, <laughs> getting goosebumps here. Yeah. yeah so I and it felt like falling on a bed of feathers right wow. but I look back on that circumstance because I know a lot of times people think well if that hasn't happened to me you know like I think we can compare ourselves and go oh you've had this big mystical experience and I was like no that was a complete humbling experience because I was so hard-headed and so resistant and so fearful I look back on that and I kind of go that was the universe saying zap wake up yeah I love it yes and it was a beautiful experience but it was also it's available to anybody I think that's really important to kind of absolutely think that and everybody's experience is different so yeah totally totally and also that we want our experience with universe because I'm the first person to admit my relationship with the universe has been one that has been filled with angst Mm. right like I do not sugarcoat it I have had plenty of arguments with the universe right I have plenty of situations where I'm like I don't understand why this is happening like this is suffering right this Mm -hmm. is painful Mm -hmm. this is hurtful can you please help me to see the bigger picture or can you please help me to see beyond this and having had those frustrating argumentative experiences with the universe until of course you surrender and then receive what it is that you need to be able to see it from the universe's perspective totally hey hey we just got off an amazing call on the shining mentor successful entrepreneurs facebook group if you're not a member there yet please join every monday at 12 eastern time we do energy clearing around your blocks to success we also go over some business strategy in there as well it's so much fun so i would love to see you in there so again go to the group the shining mentor successful entrepreneurs group in facebook we'd love to have you just post in there that you know you where you saw us and you know we're good. every monday we do some amazing clearings that help you really step up and out. And everything always happens, even when it feels like it's not good. It's like, I always like look at back on my past history and go, 
wow, I'm glad that happened that way, even though it didn't feel good at the time, because it really saved my butt. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, so it's yes. like when you look back at your history and you kind of like take a recap, it makes you who you are today. Plus it veered you out of a lot of yucky situations that ended up better going in that route that you didn't think you wanted to go in. So yeah, you just build that trust over time for sure. But you see this, I love that you said that too, right? But because of that rebel energy, mm-hmm. I was putting myself in situations that weren't safe a lot of the time. Oh, okay. Because, because I was doing that, you know, mm-hmm. like I was blaming the universe. It's like the universe is looking at me like, but you're, you're the making the choices. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, hello, take responsibility for your yep. life and stop blaming something outside of you, which is already within you. Take back your power and step into, yes, you're the creator and yes, Mm -hmm. you can do this and yes, it's up to you and yes, you have the certainty. So I guess the journey in regards to becoming an intuitive coach has been a little fraught, but I think that's honest, right? It it hasn't always been easy. Um, I'm very grateful for the level of expansion and calm and Mm -hmm. peace and creator ability that I have available to me in any moment mm-hmm. and can tap into easily. Yeah. But that has definitely been a dance and a relationship. Yeah. And I love it, right? Like I love seeing, you know, people like myself who were in that space of like, yeah. I don't get this, right? And then like, oh my goodness, it's all inside of me. Let's tap into it. Let's bring it forward. Let's get you into your power and mm-hmm. let's expand to because again, what I was reading the other day, I don't know what the actual stats are, but it's something like one in four hundred trillion or something ridiculous in terms of actually the chances of being here as a human on the planet oh right my now. gosh isn't that just crazy yeah absolutely like a miracle i get goosebumps it's just yeah. totally it is a miracle absolutely and that means that you're you have purpose yeah oh yeah um, this is not an accident every single one of us has a reason for being here and just our different ways of of getting to that place where we're really embracing it and stepping out of fear and stepping into that courage and just saying, I am who I am and moving forward. I mean, that's a miracle all by itself, but it's a choice and we can do it and it's beautiful. And it's available at every given moment, right? The opportunity to go, what does the next version of me and my creator look like? Yeah. Was, as we know the universe is always continuing to expand that scientific fact oh, and yeah. we best when we're doing the same oh, I love it I love it I love it and I love right now how like science is really starting to match up with these theories from before they're actually finding a lot of solid proof like I work on a lot of the ancestors uh, like the cellular memories held in our DNA it's like now they're starting to say oh I mean, if fish can find where they spawned without ever knowing where they're going, why wouldn't we have those memories and that kind of guidance, which, which is outdated now, right? But why wouldn't we have that from our ancestors? I mean, we were way more complex than fish. So I'm like, it just makes sense to me. It's like, what the heck, you know? But yeah, now yeah. I'm so glad they're getting that with science. Yeah, they've done studies on that, right? With epigenetics. And oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, the trauma and the cells mm-hmm. of the it's passed down through your ancestors so absolutely and and, you know very aware of that and my own family I have an uncle who's been to Vietnam I have you know trauma we're totally aware of that and how it plays out and how it impacts everybody so absolutely regard those things you want to pay attention and and bring awareness to it and also healing and the love yeah let it go let's clear it out and move it on forward 
I want to get back to that clear slate that we, that our soul without all the stuff on it. Think about how powerful we could be without all that gunk loading down our soul. You know, we just want to expose it and have it be like, you know, stepping into our intuition and our gifts in ways that we could never imagine. I mean, I think our potential for what we can create and what we can do is so limitless. And if we only knew, I mean, if we only really knew, it would be like mind blowing. It oh. is blowing. I think that is the thing. Like you, exactly what you're talking about is when people first start developing their intuition and they realize there's no back of the box. Yeah. Right. Like you, because we like that as humans, <laughs> we like that, don't we? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. We like the certainty of knowing that mm-hmm. there's something in our rational mind that helps us feel safe that's where the limit is but when we start with of guidance we're like okay yeah trust and faith everything's happening for us for our highest and greatest good I love that so how do you um you know a lot of times I talk about fear disguised itself disguising itself as your inner guidance system And, and a lot of times we have that as a sabotage we make decisions based on the fear saying oh it's my gut instinct how do you like uh, dis- have the discernment between what's fear and what's your inner guidance system? I think there's intuition, a- I should say. Yeah. Well, and again, you know, like there's multiple different ways of looking at that. So we'll just start with a simple one, which is the ego, of course, the ego rational mind. And again, there's nothing wrong with the ego. I think the ego always gets a bad rap. It kind of gets put in the bad box, but it's actually just a reflex. Mm -hmm. It's just a reflex that's trying to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. So I think in the first instance, it's always important to acknowledge and bless and appreciate the belief system that you have, because it's what you hear now. And that is a good Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And too, I think when it comes to limiting beliefs, et cetera, and, you know, therefore being able to start tapping into our intuition, we can often focus on it like it's a bad thing, like the mind likes to go there. But again, the ego in and of itself, right, is just a reflex. So it's keeping mm-hmm. us safe. So when we start, you know, like looking at fear, we one of the ways to do it maybe might be your ego always disconnects mm-hmm. and separates. Mm-hmm. Your uh, ego also obviously too loves to identify. This is mm-hmm. who I am and this is who I'm not. Mm-hmm. So kind of even tapping into if I didn't have all those identities of being a daughter, a sister, a mother, a mm-hmm. Parent, uh, you know, on the board, uh, CEO, whatever. If I didn't have all those identities, what does that actually feel like? It probably feels a bit more liberating, mm-hmm. right? And then we, when we start working, looking over into moving into our intuition and knowing the difference between our intuition and our fear, mm-hmm. a lot of the times the mind can't comprehend reality without fear. Mm-hmm. But that's what your intuitive guidance is. Intuitive guidance, of course, too, is directive but it doesn't have an agenda. It doesn't actually judge you whether you uplift the information or not or go mm-hmm. do something with it. It will still bring the information and awareness. Mm-hmm. But we're shifting out of fear because again, if I just said straight away, your fear is an illusion, right? The rational mind can't really process and comprehend that. Mm-hmm. But we can go, does this choice feel more expansive or more contracted? Now, if we're, <clears throat> excuse me, already excuse me already in fear Mm -hmm. it's going to be difficult to make a decision that feels more expanded because again it's bump up against our belief system okay 
So we need to do the work to soothe out the central nervous system. Mm. Nervous system is often the key through the physical body in terms of integrating the energy, integrating the truth. And we need to feel safe before we're going to make a decision that creates expansion. Mm -hmm. So, but recognizing that if you have fear or contraction that has come up, you'll feel it often in your body. Mm -hmm. Like, I want this. Like, Mm -hmm. in the, I want to manifest this big desire, but then all the reasons why right? Like I want to be a millionaire, for example, all the reasons why. Oh my goodness, you know, like somebody's going to tell me that that's awful or that I'm greedy or that I'm ruthless or I'm going to get haters or I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to have to be so responsible or I'm going to have to take on more people or it's overwhelming. So that is the fear talking because if you're your higher self, Mm -hmm. then it's easy, right? You would just go, yeah, I'm having that. I'm going for it. But again, it's lightness, right? There's no identity in that. And the ego, we have to work with the ego to shift the identity. And again, yes, you can shift energy really quickly. But I think sometimes for the rational mind to just help it to go small, incremental, subtle changes over a period of time add up. Mm-hmm. So the work is noticing what the narrative is, tapping into that subconscious and starting to shift the energy and beliefs around it to make it softer so we can start. And again, the only way we really do that is by showing up to our interests. And that's always through stillness, solitude, silence. And a lot of times that could even freak people out, right? It's like, oh my God, I'm so busy, right? And then I sit down and it's like, what's going to rush in? So there's ways, though, that we can start learning to have that relationship with self because it's always us versus us. Mm-hmm. Ways that we can bring forth our intuitive guidance, our higher self, our universe, and calm the voice of the rational mind. Mm-hmm. Calm our central nervous system so it is easier to show up and tune in and softly, softly, gently, gently bring more of this awareness into our life. So pretty much, I mean, and nobody wants to hear that either, right? That probably 98% of your thoughts, if you haven't done the work, are probably going to be based in some kind of fear. Absolutely. I, I totally get that too. It's like really stepping up of that. It's just shining a light, like you said, aware, be aware of it. And then right after you do that, you just like a whole new world opens up of possibilities. I love that. Hey, hey, we just got off an amazing call in the Shining Mentor Successful Entrepreneurs Facebook group. If you're not a member there yet, please join every Monday at 12 Eastern time. We do energy clearing around your blocks to success. We also go over some business strategy in there as well. It's so much fun. So I would love to see you in there. So again, go to the group, the Shining Mentor Successful Entrepreneurs group in Facebook. We'd love to have you just post in there that you know where you saw us. And you know, every Monday we do some amazing clearings to help you really step up and out. So how does this all relate to creating wealth in your life? I mean, um, I know that a lot of like entrepreneurs, business owners, you know, people of all kinds want to create more wealth in their life. And wealth to me is financial, spiritual, abundance, health, all of it. So when I think of wealth, but a lot, most of the time people th- think of financial, but what is this, how does this all tie in with that? You have to know yourself to be able to create it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have to decide that you're going to have it. And when you decide that you're going to have it, 
it's going to shift things, right? Immediately. Like if you decide I'm going to be a millionaire because your soul loves you (laughs) through your intuitive awareness, it's going to start showing you all the things, all the resistance that you have in the way of that, right? And some of it might be a narrative that you're telling yourself. Some of it might be subconscious. Some of it actually might be trauma that's held in the body. Like Mm -hmm, that's And there is no way that is happening. So that's the work, right? To go, okay, where do I need to calm my central nervous system and release the trauma, which is again, the epigenetic side of it as well, Mm -hmm. right? If my parents or my great grandparents or my forebears have experienced bankruptcy or contraction around money, then it's literally going to be in the cells of my body, but it's not safe to create it. So absolutely. Right? We have to do the work of going, what does it look like for me to trust myself to be able to create this? What does it look like for me to step into the most powerful version of ourself, myself? And again, when you step into your true power, there is no fear in that. And it's actually more readily available to us than we think. <laughs> right? But we have to decide to do it. So when you start working with your intuition, your intuition will show you, hey, this is where to go. This is the direction to take, just take the next step to step into being that millionaire, right? Your intuition, if you know how to work with it, will also show you everything that's standing in the way of that. So you can do the work of releasing and clearing it. I think a lot of times, though, that people feel like that can be arduous, like it can take a long time or it's really heavy. It's just, it's kind of like, well, you're on the bus already, So are you going to make a good use of your time while you're on the bus or are you just going to let the bus take you wherever? I know, that autopilot thing. If you get into the car and you don't know where you're going, it's like, where are we going? Is he getting in the car? You're just going to drive around nowhere? I mean, it's like a waste of gas, a waste of time. Yeah. It might be pleasant, but it's not (laughs) where you want to go. Right. And that is the thing I've seen so many times before where people have developed their intuition, but they still haven't created what they want. And that's not the purpose. The purpose of using your intuition is to go, I'm the one who's getting in the driver's seat. I'm punching in the coordinates into the GPS and I've seen this, Melissa, where people don't know what they want because, yeah, people, where people don't know what they want because. They don't even allow themselves to have the desire, you know, which is actually really, it's quite common this in this day and age, right? Like I've got all these things to do. Even the word desire can bring up energy for people. People often associate it with sexuality. It's like, it's pure feeling. What is it that you wish experience? And a lot of times people don't even allow themselves to tap into their desires because they're like, I'm so busy. This is what I've got to do. And again, I think this is a huge thing for female entrepreneurs. We don't want to hustle, right? We don't want to push. We don't want to have to drive. We don't want to be in that masculine energy. We want to be in the energy of magnetizing. We want to be in the energy of attraction. We want clients to come to us, right? We don't want to be in that push and hustle. And a lot of the times too, we have to have that desire and have it be active and have it be really juicy and alive within us to have that come to fruition. But a lot of the time, that's where the fear like you're talking about gets in the way, right? Because the fear says, I have to do something, right? I have to do this post, or I have to put this out, or I have to make this offer. And if it's coming from a fear-based energy, 
it's not going to feel that great anyway. It's going to put you into more of that push energy. And that's where we have to notice, we have to have the moment to moment awareness. Does this actually feel good? Am I enjoying this? Am I in the most powerful version of myself? Am I trusting, like you said, that it's going to come to fruition? If I'm not, what's there that's disconnecting me from my true power? Oh, I love that. You know, and what I also call that is that repellent energy. It's like when we're feeling that fear or any negative emotion, really, we're not aligned to creating what we want to bring in. We're not attracting what we want. We're repelling it. We're actually pushing it further away. And, you know, we're, we're always attracting and always creating no matter what. So if that's happening, which it is, it's law, we're always creating. Why not make it consciously? Why not make it with intention, right? And using your intuition is the best way we can do that. Tapping deeper into that to create our heart's desires. It's just, it's a no brainer to me. <laughs> yeah, especially as women, right? Because as women, it's about learning to be safe, to be open, to allow it to come in and getting the balance right between the masculine and the feminine within inside of yourself. That's huge, right? Like, cause the masculine there's still things that need to be done, but as women, we want it to be pleasurable, right? We want it to be enjoyable. We want it to feel really juicy. Like, oh my goodness, this is amazing, right? I'm loving this. I get to go to work and have it be pleasurable like literally even sexually pleasurable like I'm allowing myself to have that much pleasure present in my business yeah I like I know I said to somebody just recently like what does it take to become like a walking orgasm because you're allowing <laughs> yourself that much that we all want because when we're in orgasm we're oneness right we're totally connected we're free of identity right we're in our true intuitive nature our true power right we've transcended all the labels the limitation we're just experiencing pure bliss in those moments and that's the ultimate so even even looking at that as well, like your own sexual energy and relationship to your business can be so powerful in terms of blowing your business up. Again, it's all about allowing yourself to experience more pleasure. Like how does it get easier than this? If I was even in more of my power proposition, if I was being bigger or bolder or more of myself, because like a lot of the times we get told to shut that down, right? Everybody gets that, right? You're too much. You're too much, turn it down, turn the volume down. Oh, stop being bossy, right? Whatever it is, often as children, especially as, as women, we get that. So we actually have to learn to unravel that and your intuitive guidance can show you how. It's like, yeah, go for it. Turn it up, shine it bright, be bold, be powerful, put yourself out there, claim your pleasure and allow people to see that you're claiming it so they can have that too. Woo! Love it, love it, love it. Let's bring it on in. That's beautiful. Love it. So I love, I love, love, love everything that you've just said. How can people, I mean, do you have something, some way for people to connect with you, maybe an offer or something that you want to share? I can share the, the link in our notes. Yeah. Uh, on my website, I have um, activating your, you know, your future self in regards to stepping into those energies. Because again, one of the most powerful ways to do that, of course, is through your emotional energy, which is to be the person who's going, okay, I'm stepping into this version of what it feel like. 
What does it look like? What she's saying to herself? How does she hold herself? What thoughts does she have when she's in the shower or cooking food or going about her day? You know, how does she feel about her clients? Like to really start going through the emotional landscape to activate the energy. This is the thing about intuitive guidance is the universe has given you this thing called free will. You have to activate it. You have to be the initiator. You have to claim your power and say, I'm a creator being in a body and I'm choosing to activate this. So that process kind of gets people kickstarted into the process of going, yeah, I'm way more powerful than I've been giving myself credit for. It's just on my website, which is www.rebeccadavison.life. Awesome. We're so glad. Thank you so much for being here. And um, I can't wait to connect with you more in the future. You're amazing. Hey, did you get something positive out of this episode? If so, please leave a review, clap, heart, and share this with your friends. And finally, subscribe to my podcast. I appreciate it. And it makes it possible for me to continue doing what I do best, which is help you reach your dreams. Bye.